The guy in Finland asked me, why is that painkiller? I think no good for you. <laughs> I, I have to take him off. Oh, you took it on repeat Christmas. <laughs> I said, for God's sake, only once. I know it's why I have to come see you. <laughs> what do you mean? Is you high level? Why don't you meditate? You know? Yeah. <laughs> if I don't take it, he has to take a hundred of them. All of them. Yeah, it's difficult to beat these guys, you know. <laughs> they like a hawk. <laughs> Why did you even eat? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you come from the sky, you know? Right now, like a flame, remember? <laughs> you know, they'll shoot me. Why <laughs> then? <laughs> oh, they call 911. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember in the movie, the angel came down to see the, the, the lady yeah. and appeared like a flame, big flame like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And she took the fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> And they call 911, and even if, if, if he managed to escape, they yell, yell him. Well, he hustled. Or cell mutilation, whatever. Self combusting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was self combusting. No visa for combustion. <laughs> That's self-combustion. That's also a criminal. You're killing yourself. <laughs> oh. You're under arrest. <laughs> you have the right to remain silent. <laughs> Why well, put a tube in your mouth and shut your mouth, take your mouth up? <laughs> ah, okay. what? Luckily, we came anonymously, so we had to leave until now and do some work, huh? We come with a flame like that. <laughs> we extinguished no time. It should be before you land, you know? Alien! <laughs> Invasion! There's a leader, but others are coming! What's <laughs> like our country? <laughs> Other doesn't point me up there. I don't know if God even can escape. Hmm? Hmm. 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 The most enlightened right now. Yeah. Woody, <laughs> show me your enlightened side. Do something. Prove it. Prove it. Damn it, you can? Oh, come up here and prove it to me. I don't need your enlightenment. I just love you. Okay, whatever. Wait. I 
What's your name? Uh, John Smith. Where do you live? Where's your Where's your house? Uh, and where's your address? Oh, I, I'm homeless. I, I don't have a home. I don't have an address. Oh, oh, I see. And how about you? What's your name? Oh, I am uh, Clay uh, Baron. I'm his neighbor. <laughs> homeless, no address. I'm a neighbor. <laughs> Right, that's good, huh? Who made it? Everybody made it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess they don't have time to think. Right? <laughs> 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 Something spontaneously, you know? More ego involved. No time to think. No girlfriend around to impress them. Good. There was a new priest, you know, a new priest. Go to, you know, in a new church. And he makes sermon every Sunday. But, uh, you know, everybody left all the time, you know, and just one or two left, you know, behind him. Old and senior, you know, slow to walk and things like that. <laughs> or sleeping over there. Or on the sleeping bill, those, you know, things like that. So uh, he fed up with it. One day he said, Today I'm going to li- deliver two kinds of sermon. The first one is for the sinner, and then afterward they have to leave. <laughs> the second one I will deliver only for the virtuous and the righteous. Everybody say. Good idea, huh? See? Just now I tell Dai, you know, only only the virtuous and righteous can come here. The sinners stay in the Everybody came. <laughs> Lucky I remember just those. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? Go ahead. Okay. Want some more? Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, there's some more there. Oh, oh, no, 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 you know, when you roast it and eat right away, also nice, but you can't have everything to go outside. Huh? Maybe. Oh. He still likes it. Is it a show or something? <laughs> <laughs> I just love to, you know, be with you, eat nonsense. I really like it. We just clean your teeth. <laughs> I struggle with Stephen between teeth and now eat nonsense again. What am I to do with you guys? Huh? Okay, you want to? No, no, no. Okay, that's enough for fun, even, okay? Um, well, there was a lecturer, you know, he keep talking, 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 and all the audience left. Except one person. <laughs> you know already, huh? <laughs> then after he finished, he came down, shook hands with the person and said, Why you didn't go? He <laughs> said, I'm the next one. <laughs> <laughs> some, some joke I think you heard already. Huh? 
ม่มีอยู่ผัวชื่อสามีแต่ว่าสดอกเลยนอน he always say that he never all his patient you know are always cured yeah so one time he treated that kid and he he died after three months he died so the parents came and complained to the doctor so you said to us that whatever sickness you know you can cure him but my son only took your medicine three months and he died already so the doctor said yeah but how how long did I tell him to take the medicine he said a year <laughs> why did I have to three months said, you see see <laughs> Reconstruct the house of the Lord, but we don't take this kind of money, you know, uh, uh, from this kind of person. Yeah. So uh, after a long silence, you know, the whole con- main congregation say, uh, "Father, take it. It's all from us anyway." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we can have no end to the church business. <laughs> There was another church, you know, and the, the priest also go around with the basket so that people donate something. But normally people don't donate much to the church, you know. That particular church, so the priest can tell. So today he announced, you know, although we are in need of the. Uh, of the financial aid, so that we can repair the house of the Lord. But today, we especially only receive the money from the virtues, and the, the sinner please refrain from giving. <laughs> Everybody give. <laughs> This is a bad joke, and I think you heard it already. <laughs> you know, if you don't want to hear it, you know, just close your ears. <laughs> There were two, two uh, late night travelers, you know, and they're tired, and they came to a lonely uh, area with uh, no houses around. There's only one house that's there, and it belonged to the widow. So they knock anyway, so they're cold and you know, and tired, and, and the road is foggy and, and snowing. They cannot move further, and knock, and. Uh, The widow said, "Well, I am. Um, I would be glad to receive you, but my husband just died recently, and I don't want the whole town to talk about it. If I receive you, so I, I think you better, you know, go somewhere else." But the traveler said, "I'm sorry, we we we, we can't. You know, we are exhausted, and our gas run out, and the road is uh, full of snow. We can't go, and 
be happy just to sleep in the barn. You know, we don't sleep with you in the, the house, so people will not talk. Okay, fine. Okay, yeah. yeah, then go to the barn. Both of them, you know, move to the barn and sleep. And next morning, uh, thank you very much, and then drove away. Nine months later, you know, one of the... You know the joke, huh? Nine months later, okay, let's say Smith and Tony, huh? Smith came and visited Tony. Yeah. And uh, Smith said to Tony, Tony, do you remember the widow uh, in the middle of nowhere that you came knock at the house and then she let her sleep in the barn uh, like uh, nine months ago? Tony said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, I remember. Say, and uh, Tony, you tell me the truth. Did you got up in the middle of the night and went there and had an affair with her or something. And Tony was so uh, embarrassed but admitted that, yes, uh, indeed he did. Yeah. <coughs> and then <coughs> Smith continued, yeah, but uh, in the middle of it you told uh, her my name instead of your name, right? <laughs> and you gave my name and address instead of your voice. I mean, and Tony was also very shippedly saying, oh, yes, oh, I mean, oh, I'm sorry, but uh, you know, well. <laughs> and so Smith said, okay, that's okay with me. You know what? Because she just died and left the whole property. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a bad story, but it's a... It's a lesson for, 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 for honesty, huh? You never know what you lie in and you bring it to, huh? Some more? Wow, you guys are good. <laughs> no, I mean, how did it on this? So hard. I mean, to, uh, you know, bake so quick. Yeah, I know, but this, you know, you have to soften it. Everybody. Jeez, I wish you do anything as good as that. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to food, movie, you tell everything. It's so efficient. Practice makes it last. It's true, so you do this so often as well, huh? But there was a, there was a farmer who go into uh, the city, you know? And he passed the city limit, limit. so the, the police and patrol is stopping. And uh, want to know this and that, you know. And then there's some, some flyer, you know, keep hanging on top of his head. <laughs> you know, those flyers that, that, that go in a big group, small, very small, and then flying all over your head all the time. And if you want to, to get rid of it, you go to somebody else nearby. <laughs> you let it go and then, then <laughs> you know, like you, you go down a little, 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 those, uh, what you call them, you know, uh, back, back in our country we call them uh, those, those uh, country flies and the country flies and they, they specialize in circling around a horse at uh, the rear end. <laughs> <laughs> so the police was riding right and he realized, what? You, 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 are you, you mean uh, my head is like a horse, really? <laughs> uh, so 
the farmer said, no, no, I, I have too much respect for law and, and, and the officers of the government to say such thing. You think, even think of such thing. But it's difficult to fool those lies. <laughs> So I used to go on tour and I, I used to have at that time a lot of clothes because of, you know, the period of that time we were clothes and that. So the attendant, you know, always had to bring a machine <laughs> or sewing thing. Because I designed on the road too, you know? Designed on the road. And one day she said, mm, I wish we that that they I wish they would invent something smaller so we don't have to take such a big machine, you know, and so clumsy and heavy. Uh, I said, how small would you wish it to be, you know? The machine has a function, it cannot be too small. I said, well, as small as possible. And still can sue, you know? I said, how and she said the the instrument, you know, the sewing uh, the sewing apparatus is too long, too big, too heavy. So how small you want to be? So as small as possible, but still functional. So yeah, they, they did invent something. In fact, you know, very, very small. You could just put in your purse, you know, and take anywhere, and no weight at all. No weight at all. It's a needle. <laughs> what do you think I'm going to say? Huh? What would you say? <laughs> She was all eyes and ears, you know. <laughs> Master knows everything. <laughs> That's my old joke. <laughs> Based on two stories. <laughs> <laughs> Continue, guys. Beaten up already? <laughs> Loser? Come on, Andy. That hungry, happy? You playing joke. Hmm? <laughs> you get fat soon, no?
Mark my word, my son. <laughs> you have to pay for your cup. But I was cheap already, huh? <laughs> you know, for all the job I like that sewing machine job the best. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a sewing machine anymore. I smashed it. <laughs> I'm not having, I'm not carrying on any relationship. She was my housekeeper. I'm not anymore. <laughs> John Smith had a sewing machine. <laughs> Please call Mr. Love, Miss Lovelet, who loved with him after 7 p.m. <laughs> I know exactly what it is like. Call through the phone, you know, and they just wrote out everything and just like, okay, what's her name? I love it. She living with you? Yeah, she's living with me. <laughs> who is living with him? <laughs> what time? Uh, time should go all seven p.m. All after seven p.m. After seven p.m. Is it expensive? No, no, cheap. Okay, cheap. <laughs> so who's living with him after seven p.m. Cheap. <laughs> who's, who's living with him? Cheap. <laughs> Remember. <laughs> Four times correct. <laughs> you get worse and worse. It happened with me many times. A different, different thing happened like that. The more you correct, you know, you see him get worse and worse. It's lovely to live with him cheap. No, we saw it yesterday, the ad was wrong. It should read like this. Don't mix. That's a machine for sale. Please call the number so and so, Miss Lovelet, who loved with him after seven years. <laughs> <laughs> <So> can you imagine? <laughs> the machine broken, the housekeeper quit, and the guy is so crazy. Everything kaput. First, I say, Mr. Smith, you know, I have a machine for sale. <laughs> Finally, that's the final answer. I'm John Smith. I don't have any machine for sale. I smashed it. I don't have any carry-on relationship with Miss Lovelet. She was my housekeeper. Not anymore. <laughs> Yesterday she was my, still my housekeeper. Not anymore. <laughs> Until yesterday. <laughs> Oh, can you imagine how the guy could kill anybody <laughs> and himself? <laughs> I am John Smith. I don't have any sewing machine for sale. <laughs> I smashed it. I am not having any caring relationship with Miss Lovelet. <laughs> she was my housekeeper until yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine what his house would have been like? <laughs> what kind of diamond are you talking about me? <laughs> to live with you, Jesus. <laughs>
now it's what? The love with you. Who loves you? Who loves you? You have the seven years. Cheap. Oh my God. The more I correct the words, it becomes finally. He wrote it himself. <laughs> I don't have anything to do with it. I smashed it. Please don't call this number anymore. <laughs> I must have been calling like crazy. <laughs> Asking for Miss Lovett. <laughs> funny. Please call Miss Lovett. <laughs> After 7 p.m. Oh. Please call number so and so after 7 p.m. Miss Loveless, who lives with him, cheap. <laughs> you know, secretary, sometimes can be so, <laughs> so you know, routine and so careless, no? Nah? Because, you know, they were talking and then typing at the same time, you know, the advertisement, you know, online stuff. We can put your advertisement online. You don't have to move from your house. You know, we do everything. Just one call. <laughs> oh, that was email us or whatever, you know. <laughs> dot, 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 com. <laughs> so, you know, the secretary, you know, busy, you know. Listen one ear and go to the next and just type it. <laughs> Is it cheap? Yeah, cheap. And then it's cheap. <laughs> Live with him, cheap. Who <laughs> <laughs> loves with him? <laughs> cheap. So funny. You guys want something else? Tea or something? No? No? Yeah? No? Okay. Go to bed then. <laughs> huh? Oh, what? In the time, huh? Oh, you want to stay all night? Hmm. <laughs> Can do. Oh, about my cake now? You still there? We eat tomorrow, okay? Tonight, I don't think anybody can stop <laughs> <laughs> anything. <laughs> Though it's cheap, but... <laughs> yeah, sometimes we don't need to sleep, huh? Huh? You know what? Try some joke book. Maybe, maybe we can joke a little more before we sleep. Huh? Have to digest all this stuff. <laughs> If anybody, if this, if, if if any sinner around here, please leave. <laughs> we only want virtuous people to stay around. <laughs> you got tired already? No, huh? And tomorrow you don't have to come at four, huh, guys? Um, the the dog will go out late and come at nine, hmm? There was a man, you know, who saw uh, trouble because his neighbor always let the chickens run everywhere and then they come to his uh, garden and, and dig his flower beds up for worms and you know uh, do all kind of things there poopy all over so he keeps telling his neighbor to keep the chicken you know inside his fence yard but the neighbor don't care so, oh well the chickens are also the creator of uh, the creature from God and thus they have the right to run anywhere they want you know Big <laughs> so it was, uh, you know, his flower bed was always a mess. Though he tried everything to talk to the neighbor, he never changed. But then uh, a few weeks later, suddenly his flower beds are all in order, you know, and no chicken to be seen, and everything is back to cleanliness again. 
So one of the passerby asked him, how did you manage to keep the neighbor's chicken out of your yard after you tried so many times and unsuccessfully? So the man said, yeah, well, one day I hid a few dozens of eggs in my flower bed and then let the neighbor see them, see me gathering them. <laughs> Maybe some joke we already have, you know. But there was a father who was trying to teach his son the uh, evils of uh, alcohol. So he put a worm in a glass of, of, of water and another worm in a glass of alcohol, of wine, a whiskey. The worm in the water lived, and the worm in the whiskey died. So the father asked his son, All right, what does this experience show you? And the son said, Yeah, it shows you that you drink alcohol, you never have worm. <laughs> Just like. Just like the other, the father, I tell the son always to get get up early because he said the early birds, the early bird are the one who catch worm. So the son said, "Who is a stupid worm to get up early?" <laughs> oh, well. I think you already know this, but maybe you forgot. Okay, there was a grand. <laughs> Granddaughter was sitting with grandpa's, and then suddenly she asked him, uh, uh, "Grandfather, uh, who made you?" So he said, "Oh, God made me." Say, "Oh, oh, so did he make me too?" So the grandfather said, "Yes, yeah, sure. Uh, he made both of us." And then so she said, "Wow, he really made a better job nowadays." <laughs> There was a writer, you know, who was very famous, the lady writer, very famous, you know, and was giving a, a lecture, uh, you know, a talk about her book and all that, was very successful. And, and there's another writer, yeah, another man, you know, a priest, some uh, priest, and also there and listening. And uh, she always, uh, on and on about women is better than men, you know. And all that, you know, <laughs> you know woman rights and all that stuff, woman equality, and you know. Uh, so the priest said to her, But don't forget, don't forget, my child, that God made men before women. Yes. Oh, and that's the order of things. Huh? That's the way God do things. Yeah. Well, stay first. Yeah. And the woman said, yes, yes, I'm also doing the same thing like God. You know, before I write a real novel, I scratch first, you know. I, <laughs> I make a scratch first. Yeah. Uh, a draft, yeah. I make a sketchy draft first. <laughs> there was a, a policeman, he's overweight, he's fat. You know, and everybody was telling him to go and have it. 
you know, otherwise I couldn't get in and out of the car, I couldn't chase the criminal. <laughs> but, all right, I already went on diet. Oh, after a while, long time, he lost some weight and everybody comments on his better looking and everything, and he was so proud of that. Because he, he has really tried to avoid sweet, you know, sweet and donuts, so he never, <laughs> he always, uh, uh, since he began a diet, he always drive on the other road, he never passed by, passed by that donut shop on the way to work anymore. And one day suddenly, uh, out of uh, habit or something, he, he found himself driving, just passing by the donut shop again. <laughs> so he was thinking, oh, and it must be God's will. <laughs> that, he, that he wants to reward me for my efforts. So I guess that one time is no harm. But then, uh, he, as he didn't want to make himself feel guilty, he said, well, if it's really your will, my Lord, let it be that I, I find a, a, a parking space right in front of the shop, you know? So sure enough, after a hundred times run around, <laughs> that's one part. <laughs> <laughs> <Got to> it. <laughs> I remember also another joke from uh, what uh, what is uh, Mula Aludin or something? Nasruddin. Okay, okay. <laughs> It's a joke, it's like that. He, he was ordering a shirt, you know, from a tailor. <laughs> you know, a joke, right? <laughs> no, no, why, why you're laughing? That's really funny. Oh, yeah, he's always funny. <laughs> and then uh, the, the tailor said, okay, Friday next week your shirt will be done. So he sent a tenant Friday next week, collect the shirt. Uh, uh, he said to the attendant that, uh, you know, uh, by God's will, you know? If God's willing, next Friday your shirt will be done. So next Friday you go collect your shirt. And the, the, the shirt's not ready. So he asked when, when the shirt will be ready then. Say, if it's God willing, uh, next Friday. Yeah, one more week, okay? <laughs> next Friday come collect shirt, shirt not ready again. <laughs> so he said, well, when, when, when it will be ready? <laughs> the man said, well, if God's willing, next Wednesday. So next Wednesday, come collection, shirt not ready again. <laughs> and the attendant will come back, talk to Nasruddin, shirt not ready. I say, by God's will, maybe next Tuesday. <laughs> and so Nasruddin sent him back and said, tell him when, how long does it take if he leave God out of this? <laughs> basket from cheaper, you know, two cents only, all red and, you know, look juicy and, and shiny. So he sat down and ate it, and it was, oh, it was chilly. Everybody was, oh, his face red and it was burning inside, but he kept eating. 
And so the, the Indian come and I saw him and say, Sir, this kind of thing we use here just a little bit for spice. We don't eat like that. Well, you cannot eat this. <laughs> so Nasruddin said, No, no, I'm eating my money. <laughs> it's a waste, you know, you don't have anybody. <laughs> you know, <but laughs> Same with many people, you know. <laughs> Once they make mistakes, they don't let go. You know? <laughs> make further mistakes, trouble. Actually, all this joke he tells is for, you know, for like a model, you know? <laughs> he cannot make fun of anybody else, or he makes fun of himself. <laughs> it's like, say, what? Yeah, I think when he's talking, he just use. For example, yesterday if I go to this and that, you know, he just make example, make fun. So one day, he he went into uh, he was in a neighboring neighbor's uh, a very rich neighbor's uh, garden, and was uh, digging uh, carrots and turnips and potatoes and put oil in his back. As he was doing it, the rich neighbor caught him, and said, "What are you doing?" Digging my carrot and and, 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 and and turnip and potato and, and, and put it in your bag like that? He said, Yes, I, I was wondering myself. <laughs> I was wondering the same thing. There was a guy who just. Um, uh, who had just been employed in a company and, uh, you know, tried to work very hard. So there was a supervisor uh, coming to him and check whether he's doing well and was seeing him busy stamping, you know, like, fragile, this side up, fragile, this side up. You know, so I said, oh, that's good, that's good. You're doing well, you're doing well. You, you stamp uh, this side up for each box, this is very good. Uh, so people will not break our product. He said, yeah, to make sure I stand both sides. <laughs> there was a mother who prepared the two children for bed and uh, was telling bedtime story to them. And she told them that God made eyes to see, yeah, and ears to hear, and nose to smell, and feet to run. And then the little sister suddenly asked mother, but mom, I guess God kind of mixed up, you know, and make mistake with Tom, uh, because uh, Tom's nose was uh, it runs and his feet smells. <laughs> there was a motorist, you know, uh, getting his uh, receipt for a traffic ticket, and he was grumbling, what am I supposed to do with this? Huh? And the, the uh, patron officer said, keep it, keep it. When you get four of them, you get a bicycle. Landlord, that the tenants, 
that uh, uh, who lived upstairs above his apartments was stamping uh, uh, their feet on the floor and yelling, shouting all night until midnight. So the landlord say, well, I'm sorry, but uh, does it bother you? Yeah, so he said, not really, because I usually stay up and practice my trumpet until about that time. <laughs> you know, in the summer, uh, of course, the, the grass grow very tall, huh? and uh, the mower was broken and it wouldn't function. So the wife keep hinting to the husband that uh, he should try to get it fixed. But, uh, you know, he always forgot. So one day, the wife thought of a, a smart way to, you know, to show him the point. So then uh, when the husband came home that day, the wife was sitting uh, in the tall grass, busily snipping away the grass with a tiny pair of sewing scissors. <laughs> and then the husband was watching quietly for a while, and then he went into the house. And then he, when he came out, he gave uh, the wife a toothbrush. He said, well, after you finish cutting the grass, you, you can sweep the sidewalks too. <laughs> there was a man who came to a, a skydiving class. I was very excited. So the instructor telling everybody, uh, including him, and then come to him and tell him, um, just very easy. All you have to do is just jump and count to ten, and then pull, pull the ripcord. And then the man will say, he, he was he was jumping. He he forgot, but he jumped on the way, and then he say. I think I told you the joke already, but never mind. You know, just to give a supporting applause. A lady, you know, a rich lady, calls her housekeeper, the man, you know, the man housekeeper, a butler, into her bedroom and say, John, yes, ma'am, John, take off my dress. Yes, ma'am, he said, and remove the dress. John, take off my bra. Yes, ma'am, he said, and take off the bra. Now, John, take off my shoes and stockings. Yes, ma'am, he took off the shoes and stockings. And then, John, take off my underwear as well. Yes, ma'am. And then the woman said, very seriously, Now, and I'm warning you for the last time, you're going, I'm going to fire you if I ever catch you wearing my clothes again. <laughs> There's a new, brand new shop just opened next door, uh, very much, very much like the, the shop already existed, with all the big sign advertisement everywhere, it's like the best deal, the lowest price, the cheapest items you can find. So it was panic, you know what to do, and then he think of an idea. So he, he paint another sign, you know, he said, 
entrance right here. <laughs> the main entrance right here. <laughs> so, <laughs> the music uh, teacher took the class, took the class to the opera for the first time. The lights began to dim, and the conductor began waving his baton. Baton? Baton. And then the soprano started to sing. After a while, a little kid, a little student asked the teacher, why is the conductor waving his stick at that woman all the time? <laughs> oh, don't worry, he won't hit her, he won't hurt her, he won't hit her. The teacher tells the student, and the student asks, then why is he screaming? <laughs> Here's another one. I guess you know already. The wife asks the husband, Why do you always go out in the balcony when I'm singing? Don't you like to hear my voice? The husband says, Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't want the neighbor to think that I'm beating my wife. <laughs> a very stingy man, you know, went into a shop looking for a gift for his friend. But everything is too expensive for his liking, you know, except for a vase is already broken. So he was thinking, you know, because you can, he can, can buy it like almost like a gift for nothing, you know, it's already broken. So he was thinking, okay, he, he, he buy it anyway and then ask him to wrap it up uh, and send it, you know, because he hoped that his friend think that it's broken uh, by transportation. Yeah. Okay, fine, he's happy. After a while, after a while, his friend sent a card, you know, thank you note. But it was very thoughtful of you to wrap his, each piece separately. <laughs> there was a little kid, you know, falling out of the tree, and it was crying, God, please save me, save me, God. And suddenly, he was paused, and then he said, Oh, don't worry, God. Uh, uh, a little tree branch already caught me here. <laughs> it's not God's uh, mercy, uh, it's not God's blessing, it's a tree. Uh, it's another one we already heard. But two old women were flying, you know, uh, airplane for the first time. And then suddenly the, uh, the, the captain announced that one of the engines had failed. And uh, so the flight will be delayed an hour longer, you know. And then don't worry, there will have three more engines left. Okay, after a while, he announced again, one more engine, you know, and it fails, and the flight will be two hours longer. But don't worry, we still have two engines left. After a while, he announced again, one more engine has failed, and the flight will be three hours longer. But don't worry, we have one engine left. And the one woman looked at the other and said, My God, I hope we keep this uh, last engine, otherwise we'll be up here all day. <laughs> there, there, there's, uh, uh, a woman asked the kid, What is your birthday? And the kid said, July 5th. What year? Every year. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
one I told you yesterday. As a, as a you know, middle-aged woman, she has a problem with the heart. Uh, one day on the operating table, she has a near-death experience. She saw God and asked if this is her time, you know. God said, no, no, she still has another 40 years to live. So she recovered after operation and decides to stay in the hospital and then have her facelift and, you know, liposuction, <laughs> breast augmentation, tummy tuck, hair dye, you know, nose job, ear job, etc. Yeah. She figures she, she still has uh, 40 years to live, so she should make the most out of it and make herself beautiful for the rest of her life. And then she walks out of the, of the hospital after the last operation and immediately she was hit by an ambulance. <laughs> she arrives in front of God and asks, I thought you said I had another 40 years. I said, oh, sorry, I, I didn't recognize you. <laughs> there was a man who come to the uh, Mexican border on his bicycle and he has two big bags over his shoulders. The guard stops him and says, what's in the bag? So the man says, oh, some my clothes. So the guard, um, you know, took the bag, check everything, get off the bike and then check, uh, I want to check your bag. So I check the bag, it's nothing, just clothes, underwear, toothbrush, okay, fine. And then uh, there's nothing else, you know, they analyze everything, check everything, okay, so let him go. Yeah. Okay, a week later, this man come back to the same Mexican border again with a back, two bags on his shoulders uh, over the back, and, you know, riding a bicycle. I say, what? What is that? I say, well, clothes, you know, private belonging. So the guard also does the thorough examination, check everything, socks and shoes, everything. Found nothing, okay? So I give him his clothes back on his back and then let him ride through. <coughs> you know, it keeps happening again and again. So finally, you know, one day, uh, this man don't ever come back to the Mexico order again, but the, the, the policeman, you know, happened to see him somewhere else. And I asked him, hey, you know, I know you are smuggling something, but it drives me nuts, but I just don't know what it is. Just think about it, I can't sleep, but I know you're smuggling something, I just couldn't get hold of you. Tell me what, what were you smuggling, huh? Now that you're not, you know, you're not doing it and I'm not on duty, I can't catch you, just tell me so that I can sleep, you say, <laughs> bicycles. <laughs> there was two five-year-old boys, you know, standing at the toilet to pee, and one said to the other, your, your, your thing <laughs> doesn't have any skin on it. It's a, it's a juice, yeah. So I said, yeah, I have been circumcised. Well, well what's that mean? Well, it means that uh, if you juice, boy, they cut the skin off the end of it. <laughs> uh, how old were you when it was cut off? My mom said I was two days old. Oh, jeez, did it hurt? Yeah, I bet it hurt, though I don't remember because I didn't walk for a year. Uh, this little boy was doing very bad in mathematics. 
his parents. I tried everything, everything, you know, including private teacher, flashcards, special learning center, but it didn't work. So at the last effort, they took uh, this guy, uh, little kid to the local Catholic school, you know. After the first day, the boy came home with a very serious, you know, outlook, a uh, serious appearance, and then after saying hello, he, he goes straight to his room and starts studying, started, started studying. And his mother was very surprised. He called, she called him to dinner. And then, and then after the dinner, he also immediately walked back to his room and, and uh, uh, reading books and, you know, doing her work again. <clears throat> so this went on for a long time, you know, every day like this. And the mother has no clue what <laughs> What, or what changed his son so much, her son so much. So finally, you know, the kid brought home the, the report card and then laid it on the table and then went to his room, study again, immediately. <laughs> and then the, the, the mother looked at it, my God, he has an A in math. Yeah, so she couldn't hold any more curiosity. So he came, she came up to his room and asked, son, what was it? Was it the nuns? <laughs> so the little boy said, the little boy looked at the mother and shook his head and said, no, no. Well then, was it the books, the discipline, the structure, the uniform? What? What is it? What is it that changing, you know? So the, the, the boy looked at her and said, well, on the first day of school, when I saw that guy nailed to the sign, I knew that was husband and a wife came into a dentist's office and the wife immediately said, I want a tooth pulled, but I don't want gas, I don't want Novocaine because I'm in a terrible hurry. Just pull the tooth as quickly as possible, okay? So the dentist said, oh, you, this is a brave woman. Now show me which tooth is it. So the wife turned to the husband and said, Open your mouth and show the tooth. <laughs> what is love for, huh? <laughs> okay. Uh, a speaker, you know, went to the um, podium and gave a, a long, long speech uh, for dinner. After th and then after that, he went out and scolded his secretary terribly. Why did you write such a long speech for me? You saw how those people were feeling bored <laughs> and they were yawning. The secretary replied, Sir, it wasn't a lengthy speech at all. It was only 20 minutes, but I gave you three copies because you requested it. <laughs> a blind man was waiting to cross the road when a dog came and peed on his leg. <laughs> he reached into his pocket and took our biscuits for the dog. And the passerby who seen everything told him that, wow, that was very tolerant of you and loving of you. <laughs> especially after that he had pee on your leg. So the man said, not really, I'm just trying to find out where his mouth is so I can kick him in the butt.
I'm surprised. You never know what's funny to you. <laughs> yeah, I lost it, huh? Okay, time to go. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we have some more next time. <laughs>